listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I roll in dough with a good grind and I run that hoe with a bouton. If they relay race with a bouquet, they say, K, you gonna marry my biatch? No way. Biatch? No way. Biatch? No way. Biatch? Okay, I'm never living life confined. It's a failure. Even if you blind, I can tell you who, what, when, where have to sell your game right on time. Biatch? Go play. Biatch? Go play. Biatch? Go play. Biatch? I look like OJ killing everything for pussy. Too motherfucking heat, but, uh, <clears throat> hit boy pussy. She go, she, pop, she pussy popping. I got options like an audible. I be, c-o-m-p-t-o-n i went at ball at your defeat c-o-m-p-t-o-n my city mobbing in the streets yelling all my life i want money and power respect my mind or die from lead shower hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and these lyrics are not right but no, uh not but even with that nobody can do that like kendrick nobody. oh that's true that is true i mean he literally don't breathe a lot of times mm-hmm. you'd be like what kind of breath control do you got sir and he got options like an audible rb not ib who the fuck would say ib anyway man uh we are live on a yesterday Sunday. White. right white people in there anyway uh we are live on a sunday um uh ready to give you some some good podcasting guys mm-hmm. you'll find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips we'll come up leave us five star reviews and we will um make sure that you guys uh we read them on the air as long as they're five stars and they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme that's right and uh yeah it's time for us to to do some podcasting guys yes i'm sorry and i did mean breath control not breathe control Mm, i I didn't even realize i said that Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i got a random thought go ahead um my random thought uh is gonna be real simple but it's something that i realized Mm -hmm. um how can i say this in 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 a nice way uh hormones are something that affect you for your whole life and oh, hormones hormones okay now, ho- now, ho- now i, th- I sound like I said hormones okay yeah hormones Hormones. i just want to clarify i apologize to yeah, the hoes out there i'm sorry i meant hormones uh, i apologize no it sounds like you said well you know what that's fine i just want to clarify i'm like dan levitar with poppy go ahead <laughs> yeah you got me my translator no i did not not defend nobody mm-hmm. okay hormones we got it hormones yes. hormones we got it affect you for your entire life uh you know when you're young you go through uh uh your changes with your body you know to do uh with fellas your balls drops you get breasts and all that stuff but what i realized is that as you get older uh hair is a part of the hormonal change for women i don't know if it is for men too i'm assuming it is for men too Mm-hmm. but uh yeah you start getting hair in all types of places where you be like how the fuck hair grows in these places i know particularly like up underneath your chin for a lot of women and like down you like your neck if you don't pay attention all of a sudden the hair is like long enough for you to twirl it and you be like i, I don't know what's happening here mm-hmm. that's true and so i just realized that i don't know what the magical number is mm-hmm. you know and i've just realized that you know women use a lot of techniques to kind of cut down on that hair Mm -hmm. um you have um some women that pluck with tweezers you have some women that shave you know kind of every other day to kind of 
keep it down where it doesn't like grow wild and crazy you know i use your mustache trimmer but you know with that it nips it but it don't really shave it so next thing i know some people laser it off i don't know how much that costs i don't think it costs that much though right some people laser it off and so i realized that that's just something that happens kind of as you you know get older and it's like you know what i know you don't want no hair on your chin and your neck uh, I don't know if as women get older, their, uh, they have their testosterone level rises, cause that's all it is, is increasing testosterone as you get older, uh, mm-hmm. because your estrogen kind of goes down, uh, as you get closer to menopause. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm assuming that that's like a side effect of that. And also, uh, something else I realized too is that, you know, as you start getting older, uh, particularly for women, uh, you get gray hairs and some, some people get gray hairs on the top of their head and some people get gray hairs down at the bottom. And it's one of those things where it's just weird when you look, you're like, Oh, that's a gray hair pluck and keep it trucking. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, um, what I like to do is just, you know, go up to your woman, man. If y'all listen to this and you see them little mustache hairs and beard hairs growing in, you just go on there and just start sucking on them hairs. Y'all just let them know <laughs> that you love every piece of them, you know? Just, just suck on them and then they'll, they'll have to come to grips with it you know <laughs> i think on the reality you gotta is let people know they love you know and that's true and and i and i thought it i know it might sound crazy but i thought it was kind of just a me thing but you know talking to people on social media i realized no it's a lot of women and i don't like I say the number varies per person some some women actually actually go through menopause earlier some women actually get gray hair earlier so it varies per woman but for a lot of women once women start hitting like their 30s 35 and above that's kind of once you kind of get there and you know it was just just uh i had a ball talking to other women and their experiences and it'll make you feel like you're just not alone you be like god damn all of a sudden i just got fucking hairy um i feel you i feel you on that um i mean do you have the problem with hair coming in that i didn't have before yes no it's not how it works for me <laughs> um uh i mean i guess maybe on your back or some shit i don't know okay, like cause I, know. I don't think it's that way i think men like well you lose the hair on top of your head which is also some type of weird thing with testosterone and shit and you get okay. that from your mom it's a hereditary trait um but then like uh like maybe your beard will grow in better or your you know back or your whatever but you know man we don't have to you know some men get hairy really hairy arms um, or something i know but, some get really hairy noses and hair goes out their ears and i'm like I yeah yeah i mean no certain things don't ever stop growing on people your ears um yeah some people do get hairy ears hairy noses i don't know i don't maybe i'm i'm fortunate i guess in that area uh you know my beard grew in better as the older i got but okay also let it grow because i wasn't working for white people no more so that that's true too so i don't know i don't know what the rules are for me it might be you know i just think it's different because we don't judge me for getting hairy you know like and you know that. yeah and and, that, and that's true too because i ain't gonna lie honey sometimes i forget about it like because i'm just going and i don't really pay no attention then i'll be like you know what oh yeah then roger normally roger says something to me because i have time i don't pay no attention but then i was like you know what yeah i mean i'm starting to get a little little shadow so i'll start nipping them and cutting them more frequently it's fucking annoying yeah i mean it's just part of aging you know we do so i mean it's entire beauty uh, for women anyway it's entire like beauty industries just for your hair and your nails and your toes and 
you know your face and your skin and your eyebrows and all this shit yeah, i mean just, it's just different for women and that's true the standards are different and just being hairless because i don't think i would ever be hairless because i don't i don't know i just don't like a slick feeling i want to feel like i'm grown so i would never completely you know be hairless but i know there's some women where they literally just strip every piece of hair i'm like that's too much work some of this you just gonna have to rub it and be all right with it if you don't want that i ain't the one for you fuck that bullshit yeah i did have a random thought too um do self-hating black people have racist dogs because you know like sometimes you'll see a white person they have a racist dog and you could you know whenever a black person around you can tell you like oh my god this dog's fucking racist or something like what do you talk about in your house you know you make america great again in your house and then you hang out with me sometimes but um sometimes i think about you know the fact that like clarence thomas gotta have a dog you know what i mean but he probably want a racist dog too like you know he probably like ben carson probably want a pit bull that you know only hate other black people like how do they train those dogs to you know to hate other black people i don't understand so um but uh anyway uh and then oh this isn't really a random thought that's funny but this is something i did want to say um if, if if people out there are like you know struggling right now because i know seasonal depression is a real thing um and it's about to turn fall and winter and shit um i know people are getting stressed out it's about holiday time it's about the end of the year it's you know a bunch of shit that is coming up soon um and uh i just wanted to tell people you don't owe anybody a good day by which i mean um you don't have to fake your happiness or fake your strength or fake uh being unbothered um especially especially for content creators um like uh your audience and the people in your in, in your life they really care about you they don't need you to be a fake you and if they do then that's you know that's not real love to to make somebody have to quote unquote be strong um people love you for being you and being true to yourself is the most important thing and then by that means especially for people that do have these platforms you have podcasters bloggers writers like all this different stuff right um from that you are still reaching people and you are still kind of shining a light for folks that go through the same things you know i think um especially if you're independent there's no reason for us to have to fake it you know like you don't like there's no uh management in the sky that's gonna come down and be like hey uh today's show was too sad or too happy or too whatever right so um if you're down just know that there's other people that are down and you're not alone and i think that matters um you know that if you're angry if you're uh if you even if you're happy if you're struggling whatever you're not alone there's a lot of people out there that that, that they care about you and you are a reflection of everybody else and everybody is a reflection of you as well so um sometimes you can be a beacon for somebody that don't you don't even know because they're going through exactly what you're expressing and uh i think that's important you know so yeah i just wanted to get that off my chest um i mean i'm i mean i'm personally feeling fine right now this isn't like an indication or anything but right. I, like literally i just thought about this someone had uh sent us an email for something and I, it, it reminded me like hey man don't you know you're not you don't have to come out here and, and, and fake it for anybody like just be you let people love you they love you where you are they love you where you're gonna be they love you where you've been and 
never forget that shit all right yep and i and i 100 uh percent agree and and i think how can you say it it's kind of a weird thing when it comes to that because everybody's personality is a little different and a lot of times uh i know me 99 point let me see 99 95.9 percent of the time roger tell you i wake up i'm just happy like i'm majority of the time i'm just a happy 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 joyous smiling all the time you know person and i think that for a lot of people they think that that's fake and i'm like no that's not fake that's just who i am you know and uh i feel like it's almost one of those things where yes you should be allowed to feel a whole range of emotions but i also think that for a lot of people they only look at life from there and their from their own personal perspective and assume that because they're faking it everybody else is faking their feelings too i feel like that's not always true i feel like there's a pressure on everybody now especially with social media like i said if you're a content creator you have a podcast you have a blog you have a so youtube you have whatever you're doing that people are consuming by the public for years and years and years of human existence we've been taught that the whole point of that is to go out and present this brave face right um to like look at jimmy kimmel jimmy jimmy kimmel is a great example of he doesn't want to talk about president trump now he does because he doesn't do politics he doesn't want to get political now he was on tv rubbing trump's head and 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 i know unpopular opinion um i felt bad for him in a way because the world changed on him in a quick like in a way that he could not have predicted it went from oh we all think trump is a joke to suddenly the world said um i might want to vote for this guy and that therefore you became an enabler like it would have been like if donald trump stayed relegated to the tv entertainment landscape um while many people would not have liked him they would have felt comfortable with where he was like okay yeah he's the guy from the fucking apprentice like you rubbed his head i don't like that dude since fucking um the central park uh you know shit like i don't like that dude because of his housing like i he was already unlikable to me mm-hmm. but he was relegated to a space where his me not liking him didn't really it was just like an annoyance like oh this nigga again he on tv right really y'all put him on saturday night but it was more annoying than anything else i didn't understand the fascination with the guy right mm-hmm. well um now jimmy doesn't want to talk about politics in general because trump is hard to talk about he's terrible and he's part of the reason that he was normalized and he i don't think he really wants to have to explore that um and to a certain extent even if he were to start talking shit about him it come off as super self-serving hypocritical you know um uh to a certain extent michael che comes off like that to me i remember when he was the guy talking about pc police and outrage culture and shit and now he's mr i'm a woke feminist and i'm gonna go in on trump every week like one of these is a character you tell me which right um but the point being i mean you can ride that wave you know you can ride that wave same thing happened with obama some people were super critical of him they flipped on a dime don lemon's super critical of obama all of a sudden you know like it's a wave it's a it's an angle it's something you can play at to to get that thing and i don't think jimmy kimmel want he just wants out like right but that's also because jimmy kimmel is in an industry where 
his training says i have to go out make people laugh i want people to not be associate me with anything that makes them sad i don't want them to think about anything that's going on with their government i don't want them to think about anything that is racist sex i don't want to talk about those things i don't want to talk about weinstein i don't want to talk about anything i basically want to be fucking uh sesame street or peewee's playhouse for adults that's what he wants to do i'm not saying it's admirable because it's really not Mm -hmm. but that's what he wants to do that's the lane he wants to occupy he's been allowed to occupy that lane before and in this administration and with him rubbing that motherfucker's head he no longer allowed to do that um well i think that's even with people that are independent like us there's this pressure without thinking about it to conform to that sort of like i don't want to drag i don't want people to be down i don't want to let people know that i'm hurting i don't want to let people know that uh that that i'm having less than a stellar day and so there's this pressure to like perform right and i think everybody and now everybody kind of has a platform with social media so a lot of people are always kind of doing it but it is those peaks inside where you're like yo i am not sure about this thing you know i'm doing this project and it's very difficult i i doubt myself sometimes i don't always have the right answers um you know i get frustrated but that to me that's real as well and um i just want to let people know that that's okay you know what i mean like you don't have to fake for everybody and i think especially when we come to things like seasonal depression is a real thing Mm -hmm. and and i think when it comes to shit like that there is and especially with the holidays it is like right. this but you got a fake you got like look look you about to bring down thanksgiving you got to bring down christmas you know you got to fuck up halloween you know or whatever like uh, it, it might not be a celebration for everybody at the same time but i i, I just want to let people know they're not alone so mm-hmm. that, i think that's important because like i said it's good i think it's good when people express you know and not no pressure like if you're not feeling that way you, you don't need to perform it but just in Correct. general like you know uh i think this is that time where everybody puts on their brave faces and then just keeps walking like nothing's happening but right um yeah you know people not alone that's all all right um let's get into news what is going on in the news today i feel like uh speaking of depressing right uh let's see where we start all right here we go Do you want a phone? Do you want a phone? 
Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna funk, let me show you how. If you wanna funk with me, do you wanna funk with me? Oh, and let me, uh, my bad. I need to pick up that tank. Uh, it is definitely Jimmy Fallon I was talking about, not Kimmel. My bad. Kimmel, the one that's been crying and stuff because his son or something and, and people losing health, health insurance and stuff. So, uh, but even with him, I mean, he didn't oh. want to do that shit. He cried about Cecil the Lion and everybody was like, motherfucker, you out here crying about a lion in a whole other ass country and motherfucking real people are dying on the, like, with this administration and shit and you just don't give a fuck. Like, what the fuck are your priorities and now he crying for people you know so you know and 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 there's no excuse by the way for fallon because jimmy kimmel used to do the fucking man show which was uh while funny but the whole show was celebrating like men being like super duper repressive and look at women bouncing on trampolines and i remember that show you used to come yeah. on like spike tv right him and adam yep. carolla like it ain't like he's exactly the fucking compass of morality at this motherfucker but the point being he did like things changed and he changed you know colbert's always had a political lane but same thing with colbert like let's not give him too much props when he switched to that nighttime shit he didn't want to do politics at first Mm -hmm. and and he basically denied the whole idea of covering politics for a minute because he didn't want to do his character from from uh from uh, comedy central he didn't want to do that again he wanted to switch in the nighttime, which they tell you, like, just do middle America stuff that everybody can agree with. And then even he had to be like, no, fuck this. This is crazy. I have to talk. And guess what? Ratings went back, went up. Right. Ratings were tanking when he tried to not talk about it. Now he's talking about it and the ratings up, you know, and Kim and Fallon's losing in the ratings, you know, like, I think all this shit is connected, man. And if you don't talk about it, you just like, is is you're not a hero for not talking about it but like i said i feel bad to to fallon for it to an extent because he is so oblivious as a white dude he didn't know that this the rules are changed in his mind he's, he just thought he was just going out and being silly and no you don't get to go out and be silly anymore without people noticing that you're a coward basically um and i and for the record he might be terrible at covering politics so that's also something that we should probably acknowledge because yeah, that's why some of them stay away yeah even if he did switch over to i'm gonna be talking about politics and then he was terrible at it we'd all be like i wish this motherfucker would stop talking about it so you know i'm not even saying he needs to be talking about it but just people are gonna notice the absence of you talking about it because contrary to what you believe rubbing donald trump's head is political uh anyway let's get uh, let's get to lgbtq news um oh man oh it's all harsh news guys i'm sorry uh a mother of a slain teen to trump defend all lgbtq people not just my child um yeah yeah he loves to do the individual case of faking empathy while passing policies that uh are the opposite of it exactly exactly they target and harm people and there's not even a uh there's not there's no there's not even two ways to look at it it's just harmful um yeah uh it shouldn't have to take it shouldn't take it shouldn't have taken 
uh a ch- for a child to lose his life she says um katrina johnson the mother of a gender fluid teenager who was shot to death last year in burlington iowa appreciates president donald trump's justice department sent a federal hate crimes attorney to aid the prosecution of a man accused of healing, killing a high school student but johnson who was no fan of trump wants the administration to push for the rights of all lgbtq people not just her child this is another situation too um you're essentially a victim of a hate crime your 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 uh your son she because i believe she refers to him as he um hopefully she's not misgendering uh in this thing but correct um you essentially are saying um my son died now i have to become an outspoken advocate like i don't get to really grieve you know same thing with that military family they you don't even get to grieve you don't even get to grieve you have to also end up becoming a fucking activist by the nature of this dude being such a fucking scandalous fuck up um anyway i love the fact that they have intervened she told the huffington post in a phone interview but it shouldn't have taken for a child to lose his life for everyone to think it was a hate crime for them to step up and do something she said using the male pronoun to refer to kadari johnson they need to continue to do something after this case is over attorney jeff Sessions took the unusual step of sending in a federal lawyer i'm surprised he did that right because he gives zero fucks because they constantly passing laws that say it is the wild wild west they helped prosecute one of two men charged in killing of a 16 year old the decision surprised people familiar with the case particularly given that sessions has rolled back protections for lgbtq people more broadly he had for example overturned a policy that encourages schools to let transgender students use bathroom facilities that correspond with their gender identities although several news outlets have referred to kadari as transgender katrina johnson and a school mentor preferred to turn gender fluid johnson said kadari sometimes like to wear girls clothes clothing and go by the name candace um and they would go get their nails and hair done together but she compared kadari to rupaul referring to rupaul andre charles a professional drag queen who is gay and identifies as male when kadari comes out came out to her as being interested in boys she said she was supportive though she said some peers bullied her child i had to teach him and instill in him don't be ashamed of who you are be who you are and what you are no matter what people say uh people think chandra campbell former career center co- uh, coordinator at burlington community high school and mentor to kadari said the, ki- the the teen had a big heart and cared for a lot for others if he saw someone crying in the hallways of school he would always try to go comfort them he was comfortable in his own skin i tell you i have yet to meet somebody even an adult like that campbell said she was surprised by the justice department's action because he's a kid and i would hope that something that that would happen and i'm grateful but there's so many people that this has happened to and if nothing else i'm hoping this will get some recognition around the united states that hey this isn't okay that people are getting killed because they're transgender gender fluid or because of their sexual orientation yeah seemed like a bare minimum fucking thing to be able to agree on but uh, apparently um we can't all agree uh first degree murder charges have been filed in the case of jorge luis sanders galvez whose trial is scheduled to start next week and jerron narell perham who is being prosecuted separately department of justice officials declined to comment on whether perez is aiding in the prosecution of perham uh for whom a trial date has not yet been set ah so one they turn one dude against the other um they both conspired to kill this person a 16 year old uh though johnson and others believe kadari's mother was murder was a hate crime the cases are not being prosecuted as such under iowa state law uh the statute covers sexual orientation but not gender identity so there you go like uh, it's not a hate crime because it happened to a trans person because 
we're not going to recognize that trans people exist so therefore we won't even have to cover it as a hate crime uh federal officials though have been investigating whether sanders galvez could be charged with federal hate crimes so they would like to be a part of the case uh other states case for seamless prosecution so should an indictment in federal court be handed now uh handed down amy beavers the des moines county attorney said um curtis dow a defense attorney who represents sanders galvez said, said the justice department contacted him in july and informed him of the investigation i was surprised that there's another attorney joining the prosecution it doesn't have any effect on the way we're handling our case sessions directed civil rights division attorneys to dedicate themselves to proactively investigate a certain set of cases of individuals who were murdered because they are transgender devin o'malley a department of justice spokesman told the huffington post this is just one example of attorney general's commitment to enforcing the laws enacted by congress and to protecting the civil rights of all individuals i have a question i wonder and i might be wrong and just my lack of knowledge of the law i wonder if the only reason why he's doing this is because he has to maybe there's a particular statute of limitations or something like that then after that it's like fuck it i don't care anymore you want you my honest i mean it's all speculation honestly because you know this what he said doesn't make sense my guess is that uh like the confederate statues uh they want these cases to look like oh we tried with these cases so don't say when we roll back protections for transgender people don't say that we transphobic because look in this case we tried you know and the mom in this case addressed it immediately like okay but you pass laws that don't protect trans people but then you don't want to but but then you want to hop on board to just for my child what's the point of that you know what i mean it's like if i um you know it's like men that are misogynistic but then they're then they'll bring up like individual cases of women that they don't like they aren't misogynistic toward like i really support hillary clinton or you know my friend so-and-so and she i you know i love her but then the whole other but any other time is just a woman they can't they can't wait to not all men and shit that it, that's what it is to me it's these are banner cases that you can go in and go but look at the accomplishments we had prosecuting these two or three cases oh yeah yeah but we rolled back the law on that yeah, yeah but like y'all y'all don't believe yeah. it like yeah this is like you say this is just dress up yeah it doesn't mean shit Mm-mm. but i mean obviously it means something to this to one family, case Ryan. but she's right the bigger picture is it doesn't mean shit um the advocate um had this article by ashley marie preston um that says uh why are we giving awards to caitlin jenner um now ashley marie preston is an activist uh transgender activist uh she says it's not only wrong to give an award to the trump supporter at as uh saint john's well child and family center plans to do is downright insulting um and i think this has always been the problem with caitlin gender uh jenner my bad correct uh this has always been the problem with caitlin jenner Mm -hmm. is that she is um at the forefront of a lot of people's ideas of like this is what trans people value this is a person we want to put on a podium we want to put on tv shows and to a certain extent obviously you don't control the media you can't make like you you know and i i guess not my place to tell you well you need to decline that interview because you don't uh you don't identify with the majority of people in your you know it's like me saying stacy dash can't go on tv 
that's not really my problem my problem is where's everybody else why why does this name keep coming up why is this the name that gets the awards why is this the name that other women out there y'all ignoring the fuck out of those women yeah it was one thing was the espies right because like i understand why you would give caitlin jenner an espy like that actually makes a lot of fucking sense it's not like you had a lot of examples at the time this was a very prominent person that we had all known as one way for so long and there was so much like speculation and discussion and you know it was it struck a chord for inclusiveness in a way that um you know i forget who the other person was up it was like a soldier who had lost a limb or something but it struck like it it was definitely a statement within the sports world after that i don't understand you know what i mean like you're not representative of anyone's values you actively support candidates and political uh ideals that are against um the rights of everybody within your community right you yourself have problems even grasping these things i know she wanted to make her educational process part of a tv show and that was going to be a thing it's like watch her learn about um lgbtq rights and stuff but she has lived so long with the privilege and with the uh, appearance of of white and the power the attachment to white malehood for so long it's like if anything is a case study on how it's almost impossible to see past your privilege once you have had it for so long like you can't even process things the same way a marginalized person can so just flipping the switch in the world like that you know like whether it's a i know it's not a switch inside but switching that flip flipping that switch for the world where the world goes okay now i see you as a white woman as a trans woman all of a sudden it's you don't even conceive yourself that way because also she was still allowed in places that they wouldn't allow other trans women in right specifically because of their attachment to her history as 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 bruce jenner in their mind so to them it's like oh you can still golf with us well you're not having a typical experience so of course when you're talking on ellen you're fucking up you you didn't you're not even living with the you know you're still a rich person you're still a white person um you're you know you're still connected like you're not even living this existence in the way that most people typically live it so yeah your politics are not gonna be typical you know um but at any rate i understand why people are questioning because now it's what 2017 and you're still getting awards how like i said i understood the sb this isn't like a knock on that like i don't have a problem with that but after that it's over that's a wrap like like you are a you are a problem you are a menace you are actively hurting and harming people by advocating for politicians that would carry out agendas that absolutely would hurt people and you're just and motherfuckers still feel like let's put you on a pedestal i don't understand um but yeah um uh let me read some of this sorry i don't mean to go off on a tangent um uh caitlin jenner said this to diane sawyer in her 2015 coming out interview what i'm going to what i'm doing is going to do some good we are going to change the world mm-hmm after two years a tv show several awards cosmetic endorsements magazine cover speaking engagement guest appearances and a book deal where she threw her family under the bus for four million dollars and a number 361 on amazon's list our confidence in jenner has plummeted 
Kaylin Jenner's transition wasn't a PR stunt. The stunt was in her financially forged relationship to the LGBTQ community and her self-assigned role as gatekeeper and spokeswoman for the transgender community. Kaylin has succumbed to Christopher Columbus of the trans identity in that she sailed over into the community and attempted to take complete credit and ownership of our movement she can't lead our movement when she's never taken one step in our shoes and our experience discrimination we have mounted on our backs thanks to her political pen pals in the white house mm. Ooh, there's some ether right here uh any and every opportunity caitlin has had to, uh, had to truly understand the struggles of lgbtq people are up against um has been met with obstinate disregard as she stated on ellen degeneres talk show two years ago the episode where she did the limbo and revealed she doesn't get marriage equality she's a traditionalist she is also a proud republican and donald trump supporter even wearing a make america great again hat after the tyrant in chief banned our people from the armed forces her beliefs and views of the world are projected through a lens of wealthy white privilege cis hetero man with the world as as their oyster but we are not props or puppets for her propaganda nor do lgbtq specifically trans people want her representing our interests we don't need a representative who plays step and fetch it to an administration that has launched an aggressive attack against trans people and trans members of the armed force oh trans children and trans members of the armed forces and reverse civil rights protections implemented by president obama the lgbtq community deserves leaders who don't cringe at the idea of same-sex marriage who deserves leader who sees us as more than a tax shelter and a press opportunity our trans women deserve role models who don't shame them with passability politics and refer to them as men in dresses most importantly the lgbtq community deserves leaders who center our voices and not themselves see that's the other thing the that caitlin jenner did she tried to be on some like i was on a magazine cover so that means all trans people were on a magazine cover it's it's progress y'all i got a book deal at four million dollars so that's like all of us got a book deal but it's like you don't do shit for nobody else and then your experience never reflects or mirrors the rest of people's experience you know and we're not at a place where everybody's getting on so it's not so you're going to catch the flack from the community when you step out the box like that because you don't have 57 people getting book deals like there's 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 like a handful of people that uh, there's laverne cox there's janet mock there's you you know what i mean that are like some of the most well-known right and some it's like but you're not getting a bunch of diversity of opinion you know and yours really is a one percenter type of opinion to this shit so yeah that's why you get a lot of flack and um you know and i say all that without trying like no misgendering her no Mm -hmm. you know like you don't have to attack her name call her out her name shit like that that so many people end up going to but you can look at her politics and her fucking way she navigates life and be like yo you a trash ass person period you know what i mean like you're not a good person so you don't get to prop yourself up like that and the fact that you would let yourself be used as a token like i said i remember her wearing that make america great again hat after the uh that was after trump had passed rolled back some initiatives i was like what the fuck are you doing like it, what is it gonna take what would it take to be like you know what man maybe i'm wrong to, pa- to pass the law with her name specifically on it It really would take the like fuck caitlin jenner law before she was like yep. you know what all right fuck trump and mm-hmm. even then it'd be too late because fuck you because it took all it took a specific you it because always about you anyway sorry um uh 
the the greatest tool caitlin used to center herself is the caitlin jenner foundation made up of white trans people and non-representative of the target demographic she claims to serve the foundation is humanitarian fraud in its highest form mm-hmm. aside from tax benefits and press notices caitlin has now used her foundation to honor the seemingly most important person in our community herself st john well child and family center a clinic that serves the needs of the trans community is presenting its annual trans nation film festival in los angeles this weekend the event spans a couple of weekends and consists to several independent film screenings a pageant and a fundraising gala on saturday where jenner is set to be honored for her role as a trailblazers trailblazer and possibly the small amount of money she donated to lgbtq causes coincidentally or not zachary drucker is the director of cjf and the organizer of trans nation let's be real caitlin doesn't give money for charity's sake she's never written a check without being accompanied by a makeup artist and a camera crew having this reality star share the stage with someone like jasmine uh nicola creighton a co-honoree at the gallery is insulting to say the least jasmine has been advocating for the lgbtq community through film tv and nonprofit work for over 20 years she has appeared in numerous television and movie roles with her most recent portraying bobby jean walker a prominent transgender activist and religious leader in the television series when we rise as co-producer of the play lovely bouquet of flowers and the accompanying documentary in full bloom she gives voice to members of the community from all walks of life and challenges viewers to move past their preconceived stereotypes and see our commonalities in the documentary jasmine explores situations that are easily relatable to the transgender community like family struggle inner conflicts coming out surgery hormones and the complexities of sexual identity and orientation she works with the hiv organization apait a testing as a testing counselor her work art and creativity continue to inspire many we don't need a self-serving retired olympic champion to represent us when we have genuine champions such as jasmine and many others who've been doing this work well before uh well before it could score you a reality show and a book deal um i've launched a petition to urging st john's to stop dishonoring our community and rescind caitlin's award this isn't about organizations taking money from caitlin jenner although i personally don't recommend it our petition is about rescinding her self-congratulatory award and not rubbing our faces in the fact that she can force her way into power while holding us in our narrative hostage if st john's will rescind the award this could all go away but instead we're likely going forward going to move forward with our intent to disrupt the event from the inside while leading our demonstration from the outside yeah i mean that's a read but that's the truth um and that that does make sense that uh it's almost like giving yourself an award because who else would, i can't see a community of people choosing her you know without you know what i'm saying out like a community of people within her community being like oh let's award her it had to be manipulation of some kind um anyway uh let's right, see because in their mind they're like okay you got this foundation but you have no women of color in your foundation you have no diversity in your foundation it's like supporting whiteness that's all you're telling me that whiteness is the only thing that matters right um ontario minor hockey makes transgender training for coaches mandatory wonderful so that's some good news that is some good news uh education on transgender athletes is mandatory for all ontario ontario's uh minor hockey coaches trainers and managers this season the latest step in a series of changes stemming from a human rights complaint filed by a transgender teen in 2013 a pair of online training modules must be completed by sunday or within a month of the person being assigned to the team non-compliance means the coach manager or trainer will not be registered by their minor hockey association uh the ontario hockey federation hockey eastern ontario and hockey northwestern ontario have rolled out training materials 
on understanding discrimination based on gender identity and gender expression as well as a guide to dressing room policy it's something uh new in our society we're just not used to it it's good information to have if that situation would arrive said mitchell ontario bantam coach tyler tolton jesse thompson a transgender player from oshawa uh ontario got the ball rolling on gender inclusion in minor hockey with his complaint to the human rights tribunal on of ontario some four years ago man it took four years for this mm-hmm. thompson who was 17 at the time felt being forced by a league official to change in a separate dressing room during the 2012-2013 season outed him and exposed him to harassment and bullying at the time hockey canada's co-ed dressing room policy required male and female players ages 11 and older to change in separate dressing rooms the policy was applied basically uh anatomical sex not gender identity uh thompson's complaint led to ontario's minor hockey branches agreeing in 2014 to change dressing room policies and educate personnel on transgender inclusion a dress room dressing room policy implemented a year ago stated athletes who identify as transgender can use a dressing room corresponding to their gender identity this season's mandatory training makes understanding and accommodating trans athletes required reading it provides information on gender itself explains what gender identity is and what makes up gender identity and expression it provides information on how to provide an inclusive environment there's also an implement implementation guide that's been provided to our on our website as far as dressing room implementation and what you can do in that situation adapting the facilities of varying ages and design may require advanced homework according to tolton every facility is different too if you're going to an away arena you're not familiar with that arena would have to know the situation as well minor hockey branches inside ontario have yet to adopt transgender policies the issue has yet to be tabled for discussion as as hockey's canada annual general meetings according to a spokeswoman this is a model that was based out of ontario human rights commission settlement and applies only to ontario it's not a hockey canada program it's an ontario-based program that's in place saying that there may be an adaptation later on but that's up to hockey canada so it's still just in this one location well i mean it's a start yeah that's progress four years four years Mm -hmm. Um, progress is slow i think people really don't understand how progress is slow and something that you talked about before it's a disservice in our country particularly all all over the world when you really don't show how progress is slow Mm -hmm. shit don't change overnight right it takes years it takes decades it takes two and three and four and five sometimes generations before shit you actually see the fruits of your labor so you might be the foundation of something and you might not even see the fruits of your labor you'll be dead and gone and somebody else would actually benefit from something that you started but it has to start from somewhere to spark other people to continue to carry the torch uh let's move into some other news guys uh nikki may not nikki minaj may testify at her brother's child sexual assault uh trial uh-oh uh for the defense so you know testify i guess on her brother's behalf now i will say this i'm not 100 percent sure how that works Mm-mm. i've never been in a situation where i've had to testify do they call like are you compelled like do they call you as a character witness and then you you show up and because the thing is this also be- means you get cross-examinated by the prosecution as well um can you choose not to testify in someone's case i don't like i honestly don't know the yeah, details like if you have a choice that they'd be like look you got to come to court you get a subpoena going you got to come right. you don't got a choice i'm my assumption is that she did i don't think i personally don't think she would be willingly to do this somebody was like hey you got to come to court yeah i don't know 
right i, I just know i know enough to know that i don't know right um to be honest so i don't know if you can just say i refuse to testify mm-hmm. or, or just go in there and plead the fifth the whole time yeah i don't I'm know not i don't know uh a lawyer for Nicki minaj's older brother claimed the family of the accuser in his child in his trial is uh att- attempted to extort millions from the rap star <clears throat> i mean here's the thing if that's true then i guess she would have to testify if they really did go we want blank millions of dollars or we're going to accuse your brother of sexual assault um if that's true so i guess the only way to know is if she testifies at court that that's what happened um which we'll we'll see in the news by the time if if, if that happens we will see in the news i I have no idea what happened i see a lot of people having hot takes and they don't know what the fuck happened either no they don't i um the prosecutor reportedly maintained that the evidence proves jelani mirage 38 preyed on a preteen girl for months yeah i think she was in sixth grade we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. mirage's trial began on thursday with his attorney david schwartz telling jurors the charges were part of a scheme to get money from Nicki minaj um mirage was arrested in 2015 according to court records he's charged with predatory sexual assault against the child course of sexual conduct uh against a child in the first and second degrees and endangering the welfare of a child he has pleaded not guilty he's accused of repeatedly sexually abusing a young girl who was uh then a sixth grader for eight months allegedly making her his indentured sex object prosecutor said on thursday the girl now 14 and her younger brother revealed alleged abuse prosecutor said dna and forensic evidence corroborated the children's claim according to the paper yeah well that's open and shut case if that's true um and then also i didn't this is the first time i heard her younger brother too they always made it sound like it was just a girl, girl right um not that you know that's not enough but uh you know that's pretty damning evidence yeah indentured sex slave yeah uh schwartz says it's all lies the fa- the victim's family tried to shake her menage down for 25 million she alleged he alleges part of a plot they made up the lies they wanted to make charges go away for 25 million okay so here's the other thing too uh because we should also be prepared for this possibility it's possible that both things happen it's it's totally possible her her, her brother is a sexual predator and that's and disgusting and needs to go to jail and he did this thing and it's also possible that the people around the children may have tried to blackmail Nicki minaj i don't know you know i don't know what the evidence is going to say and what she's going to end up testifying to and what evidence they have because it, it would seem that if you tried to blackmail me for 25 million dollars there's probably some record of however you tried to contact me and whatever the blackmail demands were if that's what she's testifying to i don't understand why people would be upset if that's what happened because you're just there to tell the truth so the defense calls you and they go hey is it true that your ass was asked to give 25 million dollars to this family or and then they would keep this abuse quiet and you said no then i don't know how that makes her a bad person for getting on stand and saying yeah they did that you know um because that's a fact yes specifically for the fact that it may have been her denial of paying any level of ransom that puts her brother in jail correct which is another complicated step you know like you had the money to pay these people and you went no which means you know this is gonna go to court you know this motherfucker gonna go to jail the end you know what i'm saying like I, to me it would have been a little more fucked up if she would have if we if if this happened if there was ransom demands and she paid it to be like hush hush keep my brother out of jail to me that's more fucked up 
you know uh so i don't know i just saw people had the hottest of takes mm-hmm. um yeah, and we don't know shit yet we'll see yeah particularly because like i said nobody knows and you know how niggas get when it come to tearing a black woman down about anything yeah we'll see like i said if she's up there being like you know whatever you know we'll see if she's if, what what her let's see what her commentary is for Ooh. at least for me before i jump to conclusions right um and then you know also like i said the pro this means the prosecution is a cross-examine i believe um so we'll see what her answers are to that too mm-hmm. you know because that's the other thing too when you the this like proximity to somebody i don't know how close they are i don't know what she knew when she knew it and stuff but prosecution will find out or at least ask her the right questions and we'll see you know because maybe she really didn't know that much shit you know i could see you just out being a fucking pop star and then all of a sudden it's blam your brother is is in jail and we need your help as a family it's like well what the fuck is this you know what i mean or even worse uh hey you got 25 million dollars so we can keep your brother out of trouble uh no and what the fuck did he do you know what i mean so i don't know and then people lie we've already seen people lie about her already like i know people want to be on the it's black and white shit but her they were saying she paid for her brother's defense when she didn't right her mother put her fucking house up to pay for her brother's defense Nicki minaj can't control that you know what i mean but people were Nicki minaj out here defending you know so uh, you know it does seem like people are jumping in rather quick to be like this is how it has to be fuck her and um i'm just waiting to see we'll see what happens when when the trial starts or when she's called to the stand if she's even called to the stand right because she might not testify yeah it did say may testify so she may not even testify mm-hmm. it might be one of them things but sometimes you actually uh people write shit and they read what you wrote and stuff like that sometimes people don't always come in you know it's well you know the other thing is if she doesn't testify i feel like a lot of people are gonna owe her an apology because i see a lot of people just shitting on her because if she doesn't testify that means even if they did try to extort her that means she won't play she won't talk about it um which is basically just sending her brother up the river um which she's probably going anyway if they have dna evidence i don't even understand how this case is anyway um but uh the other part of this is if she does testify to to the effect of she didn't know this nigga was doing this shit and she got extorted that's all she knows that's just all she knows so i don't know it feels like you said uh earlier one way or another it's gonna turn into this is this black woman's fault and not this fucking sexual predator's fault regardless of what the truth is right um so but but it's been that way for a while i remember reading the articles that like Nicki minaj paid for her his defense and i was like fuck for real i guess that's complicated da 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 and then you read like uh the retraction a few days later it's like well no one's gonna know the retraction right like no one we only everyone i guarantee there are people listening right now they went they're like no but she did pay for his defense go look it up i didn't know either she did not we definitely read the first one on this show and it took months before someone pointed out like that's not true and i was like oh okay well yeah what the fuck she's supposed to do about her mom putting her house up right you know i I don't know um and, and in that case you don't see people being like his mama fucking put her house up protecting this because she's not the famous one and we you know so it has to be nikki's fault somehow right um but yeah we'll see if it's true because we don't know uh let's see what else happened um uh put on blast a designer rips 
the sparkle off of ashanti's shimmery cakes for returning a be splattered a be spattered bikini shout out to bossa only they can do it this way right uh yeah i don't know if people have been paying attention but you know ashanti is still fine as hell ain't Um, she though what 37 38 somewhere around in there somewhere around now i still remember her being you know the the woman in the jaru videos Mm -hmm. but uh yeah ashanti nearly broke the internet with her shimmery ciroc ad cakes uh recently and now the people who lent out her bikini has something to say can we see the picture okay give me one second i'll put it on screen sorry my fire fox is uh freezing and then moving freezing and moving oh no problem um but uh yeah uh the store owner who goes by aiden yawn yes girlfriend that's what i'm talking about posted and deleted some jabs at the stinger singer for returning a filthy bikini um uh he claims he reached out to her team and the stain about the staining and had no response uh yeah he said you look beautiful in your new Ciroc campaign but i've tried the professional approach to reach out to your stylist and your team and still no definitive response about getting a reimbursement on the damaged bikini your team sent back it's unfair for small online business owners like myself to keep quiet at well you put quite but keep quiet and stay in fear of ruining one's reputation and losing possible clients when there's so much passion investment and hard work that goes into what may seem like a simple cute glittery bikini to some yeah this is that doing work for exposure thing this is that doing work for exposure thing that sometimes people trick folks into doing like just do it for the exposure it's like okay but this is costing me something and the exposure ain't worth it if i don't get paid right um the bikini for example as i've mentioned before is all handmade it took 16 hours of labor over six thousand hand placed uh Swarov- uh swarovski crystals that i personally placed this was a free charge free of charge pool and the bikini was to be used in another plan pool right after this project i lost that pool followed with um that followed with a stylist i highly respect because the bikini was returned damaged and unwearable i've been fishing and chasing uh, a discounted reimbursement that i still have yet to receive your campaign and yourself look beautiful but i'm still getting brushed under the rug over something that's only seems unfair um well listen i'm gonna tell you how you played this wrong you should have immediately put a uh gently soiled ashanti bikini on ebay because you could have got all your money back i feel like there's some freaks out there and you totally underestimated the freak market because there's a lot of lot of people a lot of that's that that's that thing a lot mm-hmm. of people okay there's this japanese businessman getting underwear out of vending machine. machine right now that would put it all on the line for Come a on. whiff of that ashanti okay i'm just yes, saying sir. you totally you totally fucked up dog um but maybe this was an ad maybe that's because i know that's what my black ass would be like listen i gotta gently use ashanti underwear for free for for uh post it on ebay get the bidding let's go thank you ashanti that's what i'll be doing i'll just be holding up a plastic bag and like mm, full of ashanti juice <laughs> um <laughs> uh let's see here um oh so riz is back in the news for something that i thought we all knew happened last year but uh it resurfaced because he recently did an interview uh apparently the wu-tang has a new album out too which okay yeah basically um 
so the rizza had an interview on the breakfast club by the way this entire story is so bizarre to me is it's almost like proof positive of people um like one is it's so many agendas floating like people this is why nobody ever gets canceled this is why uh niggas stay getting multiple chances uh you know outrage flip-flopping all that shit happening in one collective story so rizza was on the breakfast club with charlemagne the god and dj envy and paula uh angela yee right Mm mm-hmm and so in the interview he admitted that russell crowe did spit on azalea banks at a hollywood party last year that was the party where we covered that on the show she started acting real bizarre mm-hmm. eventually got i don't know if she hit him or some shit uh russell crowe but then they got into an altercation where he threw her out he spit on her right and even me at the time i was like it's not that i don't believe azalea banks it's that it's azalea banks so right. who knows what the fuck happened in that party right. and y'all can both be trash ass people yeah like she continued like and I, this is the thing um with her is so many she is a black woman and so many people just have their team so it's like team black woman bam the end i don't give a fuck what they ever do but she's transphobic she's homophobic she's violent she's hit people she's colorist she's like she's a lot of shit like she's she's the kind of person where it's like a broke clock is right twice a day and people will never cancel her because of that you know um which is same thing with charlemagne by the way like for to me the same reason she's around with a lot of people they don't even really like her music she's just around because they like the idea of a black woman most people don't even know what her music sound like right but same thing with charlemagne though right it's the same people that go i don't understand why there's a charlemagne uh for shit like this because there's other times where you're like he's trash 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 why the fuck do y'all fuck with him and then he does like one thing right and everybody's like oh i fuck with that dude glad he was there you know it's just a prism of blackness right like when you don't when they don't agree you gotta go when they do then it's cool right at any rate um i remember back then the rizza being like yeah that shit happened and i'm staying like he wanted to sign her or some shit he took her to this event they got an altercation he basically was like dropped her i'm not signing her fuck it and which i'm like why'd you want to sign her after all this shit she's done anyway but okay you know where money can be made money can be made right um so this time though the difference is charlemagne asked the question in a way that made it so that it was about like he he basically was like you allowed this man to, this white man to spit on a black woman and now it's back because i was wondering how i got back in the news but it's charlemagne kind of positioned the thing as a oh so what kind of man are you as a black man to let this happen to a black woman in your presence because you know charlemagne is so good to black women remember um the picture of rick ross and angela yee as fucking uh charlemagne and envy sat in the background watching this dude be creepy in front of her like the whole fucking thing is such a shit show of people like flip-flopping on this i like it's it's like nobody in the situation has any integrity so everybody is just kind of like um it's a it's a it's it's a rorschach test it's it's that it's the oh i i see an ink blot is it a butterfly or is it two Ah. lamps like everyone's just seeing what they want to see here and i mean i guess it's good for the clicks and everything 
but his publicist released a statement that was basically like which by the way the statement is simply that the rizza admitted this last year he did an right. interview with tmz october 2016 where he clearly stated that russell did in fact spit at banks around uh the 28 second mark he never denied that while there's no excuse for spitting at anyone you'd have to be in the room to witness the whole ordeal to see exactly why the night ended that way um yeah it, like i said it's just it's everybody fucking up at the same time and me going uh okay is this really what is happening you know what i mean but uh yeah i i azalea banks one of those people i refuse to to step in front of the bullet for her and same thing with Charlemagne's questioning the same thing with the rizzo to be honest with y'all like they're all three of them okay happy fighting but i'm not doing it um let's see what else we got uh lapita niago revealed she was sexually harassed by harvey weinstein um she said she was offered a role in a weinstein co-film and she declined i knew i would not do it simply because it was the weinstein company but i did not feel comfortable telling this to anybody i turned down the role but harvey would not take no for an answer while at cons he insisted on meeting me in person i agreed to do it only because my agent would be present in the meeting he was honest about intending to persuade me to do this movie i told him i simply did not feel it was a role i needed to play he said he was open to making it bigger more significant maybe he could add a love scene he said if i did this one for him he would do another one for me basically guaranteeing back in the star vehicle film for me i ran out of ways to politely say no and so did my agent i was so exasperated by the end i just kept quiet he finally said to my position express he still wanted to work with me at some point thank you i hope so i lied um then her past uh personal encounter was um our business is complicated because intimacy is part of parcel of our profession as actors we're paid to do very intimate things in public that's why someone can have the audacity to invite you to their home or hotel and you show up precisely because of this we must stay vigilant and ensure that professional intimacy is not abused i hope we are in a pivotal moment where a sisterhood and brotherhood of allies is being formed in our industry i hope we can form a community where a woman can speak up about abuse and not suffer another abuse by not being believed and instead being ridiculed that's why we don't speak up for fear of suffering twice and for fear of being labeled and characterized by our moment of powerlessness though we may have endured powerlessness at the hands of harvey weinstein by speaking up and speaking out and speaking together we rank we gain that power that we hopefully ensure that this kind of rampant predatory behavior as an accepted feature of our industry dies here and now god damn girl now that we are speaking let us never shut up about this kind of thing i speak up i I, I speak up to make certain this is not the kind of misconduct that deserves a second chance i speak up to contribute to the end of the conspiracy of silence jesus Mm -hmm. um i guess who you know she need to write for sunny for sunny anderson which one sunny anderson oh oh yeah oh yeah that one hurt you uh, and I'm, she, I'm for, uh, y'all yeah. better realize I'm a, I was a huge fan of hers I used to love to like I said she was one of the few black people and when right. I say that hurt that really really hurt because the thing about it is that for her in particular I'm not even gonna lie a lot of people criticized her because she was a black woman and she's heavy so a lot of times the way they clothe her mm-hmm. they would clothe her in like weirdly like big stuff and just try to kind of constantly hide her weight Mm -hmm. she almost like rachel ray kind of went up on her weight went down on her weight went up on her weight went down on her weight 
you know and uh, you know food network is predominantly white so i'm getting a lot of well, you can see a lot of white people criticize her because of these things and so it's one of those things where i supported her you know her food was good i i think i've even got a book or two of hers mm. and i think for me it's very hurtful for you to say that because you were a victim and so like you said it took the other people speaking up in order for your case to go forward because if it would have just been you a one woman show nobody would have gave a fuck right she found a way to make it about the women uh by the way uh there were two encounters that was the second one and the first one she said that um um she left the situation another incident where they were at dinner he suggested they go upstairs to a private room she says if i wanted to be he said if i wanted to be an actress then i had to be willing to do this sort of thing when she declined he said so we are done here you can leave um and then she, uh, she also had to and this is the part that's so humiliating but you had to she had to ask like are we gonna are we good and he was like uh i don't know about your career but we're fine we're good so you know what does that mean like that's that implication of like i'm a torpedo your career but you know you didn't fuck me so we'll see we'll see what happens right and that's <laughs> the shit nobody wants to make him mad because he's so powerful and that was that's what very, really really frustrate me about everybody with these quote-unquote hot takes they act like this man didn't have no power they act mm-hmm. like these women not making him mad could cause the end of their career they, you know what i mean they act like you know how he feels and his mood swings couldn't make a break shit and one of the things no means no i told you no my agent told you no you're still calling you're still begging you're still pleading you know you were overly all out of all the women you constantly you were pinpointed on me mm-hmm. yeah and that's that trophyism too because she was such a hot commodity you know that's the thing like people are, like i said i'm not saying race doesn't affect us at all because it definitely does it affects everything even who can get in the room who gets an agent who gets uh the idea of being in a vehicle that can help their career there's just not very many black women but a predator like this is looking for desperation so you just never know what the fuck he's into so we can't just assume it's the exact same thing as sexual preference like oh i only fuck this type of chick uh do you or you or i mean can we say that with certainty or is it that he fucks anybody that he thinks he can make a buck off of that also has no power in the situation and i don't mean fuck because he didn't literally fuck everybody but he attacks these women because he know he expects them to be that desperate to be a star so it's like you better come upstairs with me no okay okay well i'm gonna try it on the next woman you know and it got so bad people just weren't going to meetings like it sounds like a lot of women just were like well then i just won't do any movies with them so enough people knew that the reputation preceded him yet somehow he still was around yeah and this and not to get off topic this goes back to lapita when a lot of people criticize her about picking certain roles and mm-hmm. doing certain things why she keep working with star wars and disney and she ain't on screen and all this shit now she's like the disney uh woman over there she got like what three or four movies working with disney now right and and i think that that frustrates me particularly when the criticism uh and i understand because a lot of times when it comes to black women black women feel a certain way but also black women need freedoms and a lot of times people act like a lot of times people act like when it comes to black people particularly black women 
you should accept anything where you're there just be honored and grateful that you're there and just accept anything that they throw you and you know and they just put these ridiculous demands on you when you don't know personally if she wanted that role if that role fit her if if her schedule would have allowed her to do certain things she may have wanted it but like nah it's a scheduling conflict and i understand that there are some things that are race-based don't get me wrong but when it comes to that, I feel like a lot of that criticism to us, in my opinion, was completely unfair. We don't mm-hmm. know. We don't know why she opted to do certain things. We don't know. The, 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 this right here may have allowed her to enhance her career, you know, but we're so quick to want to, because I understand that black women and black people want to see themselves and they want to see themselves represented it and they don't want to see a cdi they don't want a voice so i completely understand that but you also got to understand that that's where a lot of the technology is going so you have to be diverse and she's working with the motherfucking best out there right now who wouldn't who would fucking pass that chance to work with a living legend who will probably go down as one of the best ever whenever he retires you know it's it's, it's one of those things where um yeah you're talking about andy circus yeah andy circus yeah so I, I i applaud her for making the decision that's best for well, her well also though she still had other things in the iron right like you still had um she played the mom in the uh the chess movie um queen of Cot- queen of cotway and i love that movie yeah yeah a lot of people didn't go see it right you know a lot of people oh we need representation uh, i'm away for the star wars movie if you saw the star wars movie and didn't see queen of cotway i mean can you really even say anything and, to a certain extent and like that, and that's my problem you spent star wars money but then when it was africa chess it was i don't need to see lapita well that's the one she ain't got no cgi um but the other thing was that she still had like she's one person she has she can only film so many things but then you have to think about this avenue that was essentially cut off to her like there's this how that we would have never known about if all these women hadn't come forward we would have just been like well i guess the industry don't really fuck with her like they say they fuck with her but the only role she got to do was a waitress in uh fucking liam neeson oh no a stewardess in a liam neeson movie which she probably filmed before um 12 years of slave um 12 years of slave and then uh cgi star wars well we didn't know that there was a whole avenue of her life basically her professional career that she had to say no because i don't want to fuck this guy uh simply to have a part and who knows what influences he may have tried to have on her career you know and also a big part of the story that people didn't talk about is weinstein was waning in power similar to cosby so his company was already kind of trying to freeze him out and this is another way of being like well let's stop protecting them essentially um that i feel like that's the same thing that happened with kazi too he once he had less power it was easier to be like well no need to protect them people had brought up that shit with them women before you know hannibal bears brought up in a fucking joke and people were like uh we're latching on this time because fuck him he ain't got no power so yeah i I think you know a lot of people want to look altruistic in the hindsight and but to me uh and there's no way these people could have known but i've just always trusted lapita know better about her career than i do me too so why would i you know i didn't feel like you know uh and she and she did interviews and she was like no these are the things i want to do right so to me that was the end of it when people were writing about like oh she needs to do this and that and it's like well when the actress herself comes out and says i like these roles i'm learning some skills that i can use forever 
this is what i want to do i want to work with disney i want to learn cgi uh motion capture and stuff i want to do this i'm like well that's the end of it for me you know so anyway um let's uh well i guess kind of we already are doing it so we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's kind of play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles that make us feel fucked with is black people and we assign point scores from zero to 100 and it was 25 today's contestants everybody hey and 100 for the one we just talked about mm-hmm mm-hmm so apparently complex media is having um that's a website news website right yeah it's a hip-hop slash news thing they they, they're getting into podcasting and youtube shows now i think they have everyday struggle with joe button and uh uh fuck i don't i don't listen to the show so i don't know all their names but academics that's his name and i think they may even have a woman on the show but it's basically like um what do you call it it's basically like um it's basically like uh first take but with hip-hop okay a lot of arguing mm-hmm. uh, a lot of spectacle right uh it goes viral people talk about it because they fight so much um well now they're having a and then they had they started a show with uh mia khalifa the porn star who has two million followers on twitter ah oh, that's she, why they were talking about her i was like why are y'all talking about this woman yeah she's known for like outing uh athletes who come in her dms and mm-hmm. shit like that yeah got called out for making black people wear condoms yeah and uh yeah that that was trash um <laughs> porn equality is my cause okay people if you're gonna be fucking everybody wrong fuck everybody wrong don't just put the condoms on the black people that's racist right, right. if we gonna if we gonna put condoms condoms for everybody right. if not we condom free them yeah you barely having good sex but listen i'm the martin luther king of condom equality in the porn industry okay uh but anyway she um so she and gilbert arenas two well-known trolls are gonna be doing a sports show so that's that's the kind of shit that complex media is doing right now oh we're at the break let me go to the one to the next session be right back guys Mm, get everyone that's gonna be interesting honey y'all be talking about uh them on uh ball deep sports Mm -hmm. and uh he is the the king of motherfucking petty yeah gilbert is just the trolliest of trolls you know like that's his whole thing is uh like he trolls his ex-wife he trolls his kids he trolls nick young's kids um the idea of wanting to tie your brand to him is definitely a it's a definitely a note that hey we're we're just all about um getting the clicks but also same thing with joe budden you know like at this point joe budden's well way more known for his opinions on other people's popular music and than his unpopular music you know uh rachel dolezal apparently uh was invited to uh be on a panel at complex con they're doing their own convention okay for complex and they had a poll i mean a panel that was supposed to be about some trolls coming now here's the thing on friday when i saw this link and saved it uh i was like they must like this two things the first thing was oh complex must be owned by white people because i feel like no black person even in the name of trolling would even attempt to invite her right the other members on the panel were also trolls 
uh azalea banks was listed as supposed to show up um and you know because of who complex caters to my guess is they expect a lot of black people to be at this event you're gonna have azalea banks there you're gonna have um you know who's homophobic transphobic all kinds of colorist all kinds of fucked upness right uh i think it was spencer pratt who i don't know what he's Mm-mm, what his thing it is, is. It's, it's probably fucked up too don't know right i don't know what his thing is um oh. it was um supposed to be um uh there was some like two or three other people that were on the on the panel and then of course rachel Dola's out and pharrell was supposed to host it um pharrell williams um and that right there let me know like i said one white people must run this shit because there's no fucking way that um there's no way black people would allow this to happen at this point like i feel like the fucking it's been out you know we know the the we it's, it's the the jury is in on her so to say um now the second thing is i went back this morning and rachel dolezal is gone no shit so i don't know if they got enough pushback i don't know if um I was like, that's not a good idea you have people protesting this shit i don't know because i mean was this always the the goal um like i think the whole panel is gone now you know what that will make 100 they probably got so much pushback people go i'm not pine tickets to go see that bullshit yeah lavar ball is supposed to be at this this thing for another conf another panel called the disruptors um so i don't know i don't know if they came to their better senses or money money people's like money no when sponsors may have been like no 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 yeah the whole yeah the whole fucking um panel's gone the, the whole panel's gone. so i guess they decided enough people got mad but yeah they were gonna have rachel dola's out speak uh and azalea banks and a bunch of other people um about being trolls and that makes 100 percent sense for it to be canceled you rather cancel it now than have it and people show up and it's a shit show which is probably what you want for the clicks and shit yeah or people go i'm not paying to see fucking rachel dolezal maybe it was always a joke i don't know people supposed to pay a hundred dollars to go see this shit maybe maybe it was always maybe that was the inside joke is we gonna be we're gonna be um trolling you know but i mean they already had enough you know people that are already stars and shit that appear to be showing up i don't know why they would have to resort to that shit um anyway i'm looking at the list of people i mean these are some big names you know so yes anyway ridiculous i'm glad i'm glad it got canceled but 100 for the whole idea in the first place yes (sighs) fucking idiots man um and and yeah I, I now here's the thing uh if it would have been online video tickets or something like i gotta pay ten dollars to see this your boy would have paid the 10 for this panel i'm not gonna lie guys i'm not paying 100 now i would pay the 10 for the panel i would probably up to 25 i would have paid to see this one particular panel if it would have come together so i guess i'm part of the problem as well because that sounds like a certified shit show yeah that's what i'm saying that's would have been the purpose right you'd have been you'd have been here to snapchat and stream it and post it on facebook because it's one of those things where everything everything now is about going viral and mm. they know this group of people would have definitely said some viral shit yeah like i would have paid for that shit 
i yeah some joe said then you would be mad no i wouldn't y'all maybe you don't understand maybe you've been listening to this show all these years with a common misunderstanding of me oh i wouldn't have been mad i i get entertained at a shit show okay i saw geostorm in the theaters yesterday okay i paid the full 15 to see geostorm yesterday okay i was cackling like a motherfucking fool and everybody in the theater was looking at me like why is this shit so funny to him because it's a goddamn comedy to me yes geo storm with a geo metro trying to outrun the storm it was out storm. it was outrunning the storm it was i know it was yeah the self-driving taxi outrunning the storm yes dodging lightning strikes y'all missed a good oh, one i bet you it was a classic y'all missed a good one y'all i'm telling you but yeah i i would watch a shit show i don't give a fuck they ain't got no reflection on me you know what i mean no. like that's y'all looking stupid and i'm entertained by y'all being dumb as fuck i would like oh i can't even imagine just imagine what azalea banks would have to say to rachel dolezal the spider-man pointing at spider-man mm, so good but yeah 100 for the whole idea and shit yes yeah, still 100 for the idea uh solange is in the news uh she is upset with this magazine because they photoshopped her braid off of the cover uh on uh the evening standard so the evening standard had a picture of her on the cover is like a solange you know but she had done this really complicated braid that was like intricate you know it was like it basically made a halo on the back of her head almost Mm -hmm. i don't know if y'all can see it in the chat we can okay well she saw that they edited photoshopped it out and um yeah she ended up responding to the cover's publication by highlighting the missing part of the braid on instagram stories she posted a segment of her interview where she spoke to the magazine about braiding braiding is important to know it's an act of beauty it's an act it is an act of beauty an act of convenience and an act of tradition it is its own art form she adds every black woman has a personal journey with her own hair and for nose it began in her mother's salon which was a refuge a spare bedroom so to speak for her as a young girl growing up there was pivotal i got to experience women arriving in one state of mind and leaving in a completely transformed way it wasn't just about hair it was about the sisterhood and the storytelling being a young girl who was really active in dance theater and on the swim team the salon was kind of a safe haven then she posted on instagram a picture of the unedited photo which captured dtmh i would imagine don't touch my hair uh the title one of her most critically acclaimed song that that is so wild they literally did touch up her hair and take it out (sighs) (laughs) yeah because they didn't want to show it they didn't want to quote unquote offend their readers like what was offensive about it she looks beautiful yes she does like a fucking like star wars princess or something with the look at them earrings and then you know the whole like circle and spiral yeah, like yeah, because shalange's point is too black they don't want to admit that it's too black like like right. what other reason if this was a white woman with her hair done like that there's no way in the world you would have edited that out oh they love uh, they don't mind editing um i mean leaving it unedited when white women get braids in their hair they come like on. to call it white women inventing braids come on so no don't edit it out if that's not the picture she took yeah uh solange took the picture and it t- uh, took the picture on the cover and did used the uh the edit function on her phone to draw a circle of <laughs> brown oh, her head. that's hilarious <laughs> uh yeah 
so uh, oh maybe someone else did i think it's i think it's from her though yeah it is from her um so oh no 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 i'm sorry it was a fan that did that i'm sorry not her but yeah that's that's so weird that's so weird um jesus christ it literally interviewed her about the braid photoshopped it out and then sent up there like oh i love don't touch my hair so beautiful right right so also this song is for us as white people we claim it too (laughs) i'm sorry go ahead (laughs) so you're reading the article about her hair and her braid but we don't get the braid that's dumb Mm -hmm. that's dumb now she gotta make a new song called don't photoshop my hair come on (sighs) a hundred oh same Mm. uh massachusetts school district is sorry for a photo of a black girl on a leash what could possibly have what could even be the story Hmm. nobody's racist anymore didn't you know that they have apologized uh after the photo appeared to show two white children holding leashes attached to the black child by the way both of the white children had leashes attached to the black child and the children were wearing 17th century clothing under fire for racial insensitivity, a Massachusetts school district has issued an apology for a photo that has circulated on social media appearing to show white children holding a leash attached to a black child. The picture features three third grade students posed with their teacher in 17th century wardrobe. The two white children are standing while the black child is on the floor tethered in straps. In a statement, the bridgewater Rainham Regional School District says the students were learning about colonial era clothing and were being being taught about the tethering strap used during that time period to help teach toddlers to walk. The statement also said, without context added to the photo, it could be perceived differently. Then explained, the lesson was not intended to demean or degrade any group or person. This is why you need to teach people history. I mean, they were literally teaching history right there. Um here's the thing i I don't mean literally i mean like textbook pictures videotape vhs eight track like like Mm -hmm. lp show me like that don't don't literally teach me how am i as a parent of this black girl supposed to be expected to not put my motherfucking hands on you Uh uh-huh right and and like how is that possible yep that i'm supposed to take this lesson and just go oh it's just a mistake just an oversight yeah, and i'm supposed to be calm i'm supposed to be cool and i'm supposed to be collect and it's also one of those things too to why there's a really 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 big increase of people that's like fuck it i'm teaching my particularly brown parents going i'm teaching my kids at home like i, I mean don't have they, time for this and i here's the thing i do believe that that teacher didn't think oh this is like look black girl on a leash hilarious i don't think she thought that i Mm -mm. don't i just want to be clear i don't think she thought that Mm -mm. um because they took a picture of it and they were so proud of this lesson you can see it in her face there's no like "Uh uh-oh this is problematic but part of the problem is that you didn't think about it right you know like that's you know a lot of cases when we talk about racism and shit i feel like people get this like tightness in their chest when they're not black you know same way men get with misogyny that straight people get with homophobia it's like oh oh, oh i don't want to hurt anybody i didn't do it i don't want to do anything wrong you know i just don't understand i just i 
but that aversion to learning that aversion to even considering is problematic in itself because you end up repeating this kind of behavior over and over and i don't trust you anymore nope it doesn't even fucking matter at this point i don't i literally i am incapable of looking at this picture and going i give a benefit of doubt to this woman you should be fired just for even fucking up this bad right that's it that's it you know i don't give a fuck if it's coincidence or not it just by the fact that the lesson even had we're gonna dress up and put leashes on people i nah we can just learn about it read it in a book i don't know like probably come up with other ways to to figure this one out you know because regardless when this picture goes out a kid on the leash gonna look bad to somebody somebody gonna figure a way out for it to look fucked up but just in general as a black parent i don't know how you can expect me to just come to school pick up my daughter the next day like everything cool like we at minimum gotta have words at minimum like can i talk to you for a second you know like i don't know it's just yeah yeah yeah. and i know it looks worse than it is i do know like it's that it's the dove ad thing i get it it's uh context i don't give a fuck about the context correct the context is my child is a black girl in america and you put a fucking leash on her for some type of classroom experiment fuck that shit right 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 and and that's one thing that uh bless parents because like i said i don't know how i would respond to seeing this picture and knowing it's my child or my child coming home and telling me that this happened to them um yeah and it would be one of the things where they would get tired of me because i would demand that she lost her job i would be in front of that school every motherfucking day is the bitch gone yet is the bitch gone yet is the bitch gone yet because you do not need to teach nowhere yeah i understand and and like i said maybe i'm just uh compromised by my experience as a black person in america right maybe that's just all it is i mean because i I, rationally i can understand the argument of she really didn't even think about that shit i can understand but that's the problem but god damn it you should be thinking about this shit i don't understand how how are we this far into trump's presidency and you're not thinking what are are the optics of this racially you know it's not that i don't trust that that you really didn't think about it that i that's the problem you you just y'all they never fucking think about us you know that's the that's part of the problem we act like karen said it does go to teaching people history because if you knew your history you'd be like this is bad optically right but we want white people to not feel bad when they learn so we don't teach them this shit and they think i'm colorblind listen i would have had anybody holding a leash well guess what there's actually some scenarios where you shouldn't have people holding leashes of of other kids that's and that's okay and that's okay <sighs> a white ex, 100 by the way mm-hmm. I, I think karen already said hers a white ex tulsa cop convicted in the death of a daughter's black boyfriend uh they finally got that nigga we've covered this thing at least three times on the show right before. this is the fourth trial he's had this is the one that got him uh he's convicted of first degree manslaughter um he clearly killed that kid um because his daughter was dating a black man his daughter who was 18 by the way and the and the boy was 19 so uh for as some context because it all the other articles made it seem like oh well you know it's like this black boy took this young child from her parents and he's just a father trying to get his child back 
no he went liam neeson on on this dude because his daughter a black a white girl was dating a black woman a black man and he called him a whole bunch of motherfucking like racial epithets and shit and then killed him in cold blood and three juries before this went i don't know uh, ah, that's a tough one and then they got him this time they delivered about deliberated about six hours before finding him guilty uh to to a lesser charge in the august 2014 killing of the 19 year old jeremy lake who had just started dating kepler's 18 year old daughter didn't know it'd be a death sentence at the time and and my thing is this and something that people have a tendency to forget kudos to that family that had to go through this motherfucking shit four times to get a goddamn conviction yeah the family the lawyers the i mean every the whole i mean imagine how much extra money was spent in the justice system retrying this motherfucker four times because people refuse to accept the obvious fact he killed a black person in cold blood right and a lot of people if you go through it one time it's traumatic enough the the fortitude that that family must have had to have go no you we're going to be sure that you go to jail and his jury juries before this and each of the three juries only one black person was on each one of those juries hmm mm-hmm. um so yeah it um and then another racial element has recently been added to his case when he argued that he couldn't be tried by state prosecutors because he's a member of an american indian tribe a judge determined the fourth trial in less than a year could move forward in the state court uh he is one 128th muskogee he tried to throw that i'm i can't i'm native american you bite. part of the tribe y'all no sir uh his attorney said the 24 year old i mean 24 so i guess him and waka Flocka both yeah him and they both were black tail magazine uh tribe uh kepler attorney said a 24 year veteran was trying to protect lisa kepler because she had run away from home was living in a crime-ridden neighborhood nigga you the criminal so you brought some crime to the neighborhood defense attorney richard o'carroll said lisa had been in and out of a homeless shelter after her father forbade her from bringing men home into her house Mm, what kind of men Mm, wonder what kind of men would make you forbid your daughter from mm-hmm. so, so she was like so she moved out right a grown woman was like well fuck it i'm out he told the police he he was acting in self-defense but police didn't find a weapon on lake or at the scene kepler retired from the force after he was charged he testified he shot lake because he wasn't given a choice that it was him or lake because that's what they're trying to say kepler said he pulled the trigger because he saw lake pull a semi-automatic weapon out of his pocket so he lied he just lied when it was like because uh, that's what they taught to do right there was like no gun ain't no yeah. evidence of the gun nobody had no gun but you what's happening here every cop says they saw a gun and they were in fear of their life because every jury just about accepts it as reason they don't need a weapon they don't need any evidence that there was aggression or anything just I, hey i thought i was under attack so i killed him well what was he supposed to do black person i mean that's pretty much a weapon in itself kepler said he never felt resentment or hatred towards lake he said he went to the shooting scene to find lisa asked her to return home after you put her out well no after she ran away right he said he saw people coming toward him after he pulled the trigger so he got in his car and left left the scene of the of killing this man 
prosecutors say kepler first watched his daughter and lake from his suv before approaching them on the street lake's aunt disputed kepler's self-defense account and said has said that her nephew was reaching out to shake kepler's hand and introduce himself when kepler fired jurors in the previous three trials are deadlocked 11-1 which one was the one 10-2 and then 6-6 forcing the judge to declare mistrials although they couldn't agree on the murder charge jurors in the first trial convicted him of recklessly using his firearm uh you know what he got convicted and it's still a fucking hundred for me i don't know why oh yeah it's a hundred it's a hundred yeah i only had a reason to tell y'all why mm-hmm. but i'm always be fucked with by this yes sir this should have happened the first fucking time um and it's still a lesser charge uh all right i, I gotta get out of this segment this shit is killing me uh <laughs> oh man uh uh let's do some guest erase guys let's just do some guest erase and get out of here good grief now that it's time for some guest erase that's right it's guest erase time now that it's time for some guest erase that's right it's guest erase time that's right it's time for guest erase the number one game show going across all of podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and all the people playing are races all right let's see who we got here uh how about this one a toronto teen dr kitty performed botched plastic surgery in a basement say the cops what yeah oh wait am i still sharing my screen i don't need y'all to see this um nah i didn't realize you were sharing it my bad a 19 year old toronto woman allegedly posing as a plastic surgery uh plastic surgeon and working out of a basement has been arrested mm, mm, mm. uh dr kitty aka jingy kitty wang was taken oh. into custody uh custody on friday october 13th as being charged with aggravated assault after surgery she performed led to serious infection and the need for a corrective procedure wang did not graduate high school and has no official training for the procedure she was peddling she was arrested during a raid on a basement clinic she had allegedly been operating in located under a private home wang's services were advertised via a flyer in april of this year at a local restaurant in north end of toronto in the yongi and finch area young and finch i don't know police say the ads include a barcode to be scanned into a smartphone for more info Ooh, that's diabolical right there mm-hmm um the face slimming injections was one of the procedures wang allegedly offered the woman who filed a complaint against her that led to her arrest underwent a face filler procedure the victim's name is not currently public but police said she is in close age to wang who knows how many other establishments this ad is placed in toronto police spokesperson allison douglas cook told the toronto star it's quite discreet how it is so there's a possibility there may be others and a very high likelihood that there may have been others who have been who have responded to this ad and sought services of this person police believe there were other victims guess the race of uh dr kitty aka jingy kitty wang asian karen's going with asian let's check the chat room and see what they believe revenge of the north vietnamese oh. wang also served wings and fried rice out of the same clinic asian oh <laughs> bootleg surgery and cds asian 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 shrimp fried rice oh the correct answer is y'all all right she's asian 
i'll tell you this much she had some nerve you call yourself a doctor and you ain't even get out of high school i mean shit i guess doogie Howser did it but i mean nigga went to college at least i mean well no he graduated high school early that's all like yeah he graduated 16 17 15 whatever 12 something like that right dr kitty Mm-mm-mm. did nobody check to be see if her license was on the wall or nothing hell you know they ain't checked you walk in there and a fucking 17 year old got a, a, a needle like you knew what that was i mean the ad was on the damn telephone pole next to a missing dog probably duh you know what i mean and i don't mean that in a racist way so please don't i don't that's not how i'm in it like babysitting services also facial injections from dr kitty Ooh, i got to see about this also my house my uh uh, would you like to flip your house right followed by my cat's missing have you seen it get my mixtape yes get my mixtape oh also i'm gonna get face surgery from this woman i these are all good ideas. I know. We got an attic sale tomorrow from, from, from 8 a.m. to 2. Right. Oh my God. You must be out your motherfucking mind. I wish a nigga would talk about some damn face surgery. Mm-mm-mm. Sorry, my candle went out. I need more pumpkin spice to get through the rest of this. In your life. I can't get through the rest of the show without this pumpkin spice smell filtering the oh, house. Oh yeah, you y'all. had a pumpkin spice. What was that yesterday? Oh, I had a pumpkin spice martini, y'all it was actually pretty good i said what's y'all drink specials it was at the liberty she said um well we got um pumpkin spice mar-. i said hey, I'll, I'll take that i'm a basic bitch i know she didn't even finish what it was she was like i so got it, it don't even matter what that is pumpkin spice me up baby it was actually good Mhm, mhm. i still gotta go order that pumpkin spice wine off of uh triangle wine co that's yeah, happening all right and and also i know i know not to get off topic but uh found out from one of our fans that triangle wine actually sells non-alcoholic wine mm-hmm. so for you those of you out there go well i don't drink you can still get the discount off the non-alcoholic wine and eat cheese and crackers with us and have a good time was it tasty miss ad oh it was tasty mm-hmm. it was it tastes like a milkshake it did it tastes like a milkshake with some pumpkin spice in it mm, so good a uh, dad of two faked terminal cancer and spent twenty three thousand dollars in donation money on booze marijuana and video games oh shit a man from minnesota has been arrested after conning people into giving him money by pretending he had been diagnosed with terminal cancer but instead he spent the money on video games and marijuana Fairbault police were tipped off about jeremiah john smith's callous scheme that saw him tuck his way into raising seven thousand dollars from donations through a gofundme page and further fifteen thousand through several community fundraising events Ooh, the 37 uh, year old told friends family and well-wishers that he was battling stage four cancer and had between 18 months to two years to live wow according to a criminal complaint as seen by ktc smith even quit his job shortly after revealing his diagnosis investigators say smith spent all the money from fundraisers with some of the money going towards paying off four thousand dollars in outstanding bills the rest was spent on alcohol marijuana dark tournaments and mobile video game cat clash of clans <laughs> oh shit that's that thing they promote on tv ain't it yep got all his dough it is surprising i guess you don't expect to see people pretend to have a disease to try and make money off of it rice right. county attorney john Folsom told wcco people out here really got diseases and shit and really dying 
i'm fairly confident that mr smith was the only one that was aware that he wasn't sick when they were planning these fundraisers he didn't really give it away to anyone he was playing his part he was acting like a con man he said smith's own wife amanda became suspicious of her husband after she was unable to find medical records or bills that would back up his story about having treatment he didn't tell his own wife y'all wow just begging to get caught Mm-mm-mm uh compounding her suspicions was the fact that every time smith had a doctor's appointment he refused to let his wife come along for support walter white on her ass i got to do this by myself <laughs> you you hear that a man get shot and you think that of me i am the danger uh when the investigators asked for his medical records he promised to turn them over but he never did when invest <laughs> When investigators met several weeks later, he continued to stick to his storytelling and the cancer had spread to his colon, to his kidneys, and bladder. The, the doctors would have had evidence of this, like... Yeah, everybody would have had doctor's bills. I mean, ain't none of this free, right? Come on. Eventually, police obtained a search warrant to obtain his medical records, which revealed he was not sick at all, at least not physically. The criminal complaint shows... No, not you- physically! mentally yes mm -hmm, use some of the money to play video games like Clash of Clans and buy marijuana as well as pay off some credit cards that's what you should say oh no the marijuana cured my cancer y'all say it's a miracle drug legalize it police contributed over twenty thousand dollars to help pay for the i mean people contributed over twenty thousand dollars to help pay for this which again he blew on other things to spend the money on people who contributed feel betrayed because how could you feel anything else uh smith now faces a felony charge of theft by swindle and goes not swindle and he could face up to 10 years of prison if correct if convicted gofundme has promised to refund all the donors who had their trash taken in the scheme wow well can guess the race of mr jeremiah john smith white all right walter white let's check the chat room see what they believe a uh, white man who wanted to relive his frat boy days no one cares about a black man dying white john jacob jakenheimer uh lying ass could only get away with this because mayo white and now he'll be dance be on dancing with the mediocre white stars spending Aww. money on dark tournaments come on buddy white right uh coco i mean <laughs> hold on tom hanks from the movie big fuck being honest white called donors all kinds of niggers playing call of duty white Aww, white the uh, mayo sapien caucasity white white but funky uh saltine fury line ass white oh my god the correct answer is white you all got it what's wrong with people i've had people was like you know you looking kind of healthy for a cancer patient i mean you ain't losing no hair or nothing oh yeah i do need to shave my hair i mean yes i'm uh chemo starts tomorrow so just you guys know how it is anyway you got some more weed yeah. i'm gonna need to people try. got thousands of dollars of goddamn medical bills that they can't pay off trying to get money to, to live and survive let me know if you want to play destiny later on i'm gonna be online uh so just uh the fact that he lied to his own wife well i just want to support you and talk to the doc i mean you think the doctor would want to talk to me about what we would need to do if something happens yeah uh i don't think no i don't think they gonna want to talk to you i'll take care of it i'll talk to them They'll, it'll be fine anyway love you go to work so i can play video games just treat my cancers thank you uh all right bonus round <laughs> Double the points and the race. 
double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and a bonus round against the race so far we karen's two for two let's Woo-hoo! see see if she can finish strong y'all I'm about to see dog you never know with this one you right. never know um most people two for two i think everybody's two for two uh an awkward moment happened at a church when a married pastor is confronted in the middle of church service about sleeping with a parishioner's daughter oh shit now and it's caught on video the video captured the awkward moment a woman stood up in the middle of church service and accused a pastor married a pastor of sleeping with her daughter uh this is at the world fellowship baptist church in prentice mississippi oh black okay karen's going right going black already a woman stood up in the pews and made allegations from pastor billy walker who have been carrying on uh that he had been carrying on an affair with her daughter for three years what yeah yeah uh according to the woman the pastor had called the police on her daughter after she confronted him about having another woman on the side and so he wow she was like the the other woman other woman hmm all right, uh, there is video of this if you guys want to hear the audio to guess the right. After all this time, you're going to press charges against her. And it took her to catch you with another member of the church for her to pay and get mad. Do you believe you alone? Or the police already out there. So if you want to call somebody, you can step right up out the door because the police is out here. Oh, Lord. That's my child. Lord in this church wouldn't do what I'm doing for my baby. call the police as he called police on everybody mamas daughters everybody can get it shit they really was like amen we gonna still have church oh my god yeah. no the hell we ain't about to have nothing up in hell <laughs> no we about to have maury up in this bitch <laughs> church mm-hmm. um I, <laughs> somebody says that we about to have a deliverance for you pastor mm-hmm. uh but yeah uh according to the person who uploaded the church the clip pastor walker's wife vivian was sitting in the pews while the incident occurred mm. church money must be good Mm-hmm. all right karen uh guess the race oh yeah black black yeah because right. uh yeah and that's one of uh, this one of running jokes like uh yeah you better be glad that uh that woman talking to you pastor was saved and sanctified and holy gold feel honey because she might have jumped on you in the pulpit and wouldn't give a damn about you or your wife mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah why his wife went up with a went up i mean listen i seen yeah. that woman his wife didn't want it with that woman anyway right and she, and she it, got drug all up through the church everybody come on because i don't know you know the woman but you can tell in a black woman's voice that she was serious about it and her wig is coming off her wig is 
her wig would have been coming off not only would her wig been coming off she was ready she was like oh you come at me we gonna have problems up in here today mm-hmm. and it's one of those things to where it's a, 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 a disgrace that you allow service to continue on as usual mm-hmm. like like this incident didn't even happen at all i mean we're not gonna address it or nothing if we don't if we don't acknowledge it karen it's like i mean in a way it's kind of like it didn't happen you know if you think about it mm, i'm telling you right now uh uh, uh co over here you let something like that come out co they ain't got to worry about whore mm-hmm I'm just saying mm-hmm. they going down they, you you gonna be calling who are you say? i bet it ain't me oh bitch it ain't me caps 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 who are you fi- mm-hmm you'd have been like yeah i'm calling help pull it police police mm-hmm. my wife is choking the hell out of me in front of the whole congregation tell the truth tell the truth that's what i would have been like if i was sitting in a in the congregation we've been to have church amen tell, tell the, the truth. truth tell the truth mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. nah that mm-mm uh anyway um let me get to y'all's guesses okay oh there's a lot of guesses hold on black nigga shit Woo, you fit in the tribe black says carol eddie long's cousin looking uh for his rap me in your torah moment because i'm busted with my hands in my cookie in the cookie jar called out by a black mama at church black this pastor also wants to eat Nicki minaj's booty black oh, i forgot about that one <laughs> they have martin luther king fans black pimp in the pulpit black jamal black bryant i mean jamal bryant black creflo dollar lonnie love uh leon lonnie love flying pimping ass preacher black turn to your neighbor and ask if your pastor slept with your daughter too black oh no say neighbor black leon lonnie love put hands on sister gina that woman set me up amen black some reason word got spoken today black uh police will i mean pastor will be back in the pulpit next sunday black yep nobody had canceled all that was missing was medea mm-hmm. uh pastor lonnie love black uh black the upper room is not the only place he is going oh lord mm-hmm. and they wonder why i stopped going to church smut black shit i might go back if they doing this uh i, <laughs> I ain't trying to be on world star so i'm good shit if i knew it was gonna be lit like this every week your boy might i mean i, I might have to step up in there i'm gonna have a boss up headline <laughs> shit i'll miss a little football for this <laughs> they, they, they're gonna be like they're gonna be like pa, they're gonna be like pass the chopping cakes of a of an underage girl and another woman this shit turned to green leaf every week well, yes just, green leaf i'll step up in there like oh your boy is back I have seen the error of my ways. Shit. Now we getting past some of that chicken. Let's do, give me some of that communion wine. Let's do this. Wear them greens. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be like an artist. I be Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Oh man. Shit. Anyway, uh, of course they were black. Of course, of course. that long ass name. Yeah, y'all, y'all. Apollostato by the Rock Faith Baptist <laughs> down by the River Church. Yeah, they black. She showed up on behalf of her baby who was already the other woman about the other other woman good grief that's a black story Woo! 
i wonder when the other other woman mama gonna show up she need to come through too All right she might have been in the congregation mm-hmm. the other other woman mama gotta show up and and, and play some of that scissor oh and look at this nigga this it look like a old dirty ass preaching pimp ain't no facial hair either mm-hmm oh uh these like a old oh so y'all got money for rent and netflix but y'all come up in here and y'all don't give past to nothing you don't hug my neck Mm-mm. ass nigga <laughs> dirty ass jesus so jesus gay that's that's just okay now listen when i with my other other family we all know that jesus is straight and i would never even joke like that that's blasphemous brother rod anyway uh, <laughs> all right pass the ties and play mm-hmm. I'm sure if i wouldn't dare give him a dime <laughs> you know that's that old like uh i mean because he you know see that's the thing this isn't the sermon i necessarily want to see i gotta see the next week's sermon that's the one that's the one that's gonna be flames emoji dog he gonna have to sing for his supper that day boy oh he gonna be talking about forgiveness and jesus and all kinds of shit mm-hmm. 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 and as soon as i finish congregation i want you to know don't think it's strange that the sheriff's department is outside right now round it up they're just gonna give me 10 more minutes to wrap this service up and i'm gonna turn it over to co-pastor listen that motherfucker gonna be up in there like ooh, he gonna he gonna deliver one for the ages you know how pastor's supposed to have a nice car and not get bitches come on y'all the lord the lord said we supposed to have multitude be fruitful and multiply Mm -mm. well i did some multiplication and i could multiply even better with more wives Mm -mm. you know solomon had many wives okay yeah but you ain't solomon and i'm a man with a heart after the lord that Mm -mm. is all Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. i layeth my hands on many pastures is what i'm saying can you dig that I mean, listen, y'all get offended that Jesus was gay and y'all worship him. So now you're going to have to be a little offended that I got three women. I'm so straight. I got families on families on families, my niggas. Um, that, that woman was interrupting. He was getting ready for the three o'clock service and she was stalling. Right. Now, anybody else got any cute daughters up in the congregation? Because, I mean, you know, pastor looking for a new one. I got a position that's open in mine house we getting ready to revival too yes i'm getting ready, 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 ready to revive this penis y'all anybody want to revive it for me i will be receiving volunteers in my chambers today is what i'm saying ladies yeah, yeah i get the i get the ladies holding hands on you mm-hmm. um anyway uh a man was slashing the face with a sword then attacking a flat the assault happened on south street in greenock Inverclyde on 10 at 10 p.m on monday they forced their way into the house before the attack was carried out the man is said to have been bleeding severely throughout the whole incident he was taken to the hospital cuts on his face and later released and that's all they the details they got that baby that woman didn't come up there with a sword because the way she was talking honey she just sliced him up i know man i'm trying to imagine how low things gotta get for me to go to church 
on my daughter's behalf to be like nigga you a fuck nigga in the middle <laughs> yeah i got to be mad i'm mad because i got to show up in the first place next week gotta be just i know you guys have seen the news and uh you can't believe everything you read okay by the way the sister who recorded it surreptitiously one she was fine uh just as a note uh it'd be some fine women in church but two she was trying to hold her laugh in and she was film the so the way she filmed it she first she had the phone in her lap because she didn't want to um you know the woman to see her filming her mm-hmm. which gave us a direct shot of the titties by the way thank you then she did it like she was she put it up to her face like she was using it as a mirror mm-hmm. to straighten her hair but she was just recording the woman being mad mm-hmm. and then at the end when the pastor tried to keep going she was holding in her laugh i want to be her best friend like i that's me because that was that i was like i was like yep I, she the real mvp that's how ridiculous that was i know she be talking shit during church she probably know everybody's secret so i mean she was the quickest with the phone like oh she was ready that yeah she must have seen oh here come miss barbara Hold she probably on. already knew i already knew what was popping off when she seen her let me turn this to video miss barbara only came in here for one thing oh is your instagram map open girl mm-hmm. you know you know her daughter fucking a pastor right, right. Mm-hmm. and then they called the police on them he and then he called the police on her, the mama. The fuck? Boy, I tell you. Mm-mm-mm. And y'all mad that I don't believe. How's that possible? Everybody in that church should stop believing right then. Like, this ain't, this some bullshit. Give my money back. Mm. You know? But they gonna be back next week. That's the worst part. Because it's gonna be the best show in town. <laughs> it's gonna be the best. Today is lit up in there. Today's sermon? Oh, I hope that girl, I hope that woman in the video is live streaming today, Siren, cause. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be like that, that, that said, uh, uh, the, the, the circus, the, 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 uh, the best, the greatest show on earth. It's gonna be a good Instagram story today. Come is on. what I'm saying, so. Alright guys, that's it, man. We'll be back next week. Thank you so much for, I mean, tomorrow. I'm about to say, we already ended the week. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Sorry, y'all. We'll be back tomorrow with more of what this was. Um, until the, then. The Walking I, Dead is back walking dead is back but we ain't reviewing it tonight no we know we're not but i'm later in the week letting people know in case they ain't been keeping up the walk oh yeah can't wait season eight they're gonna be killing people yes they are so we'll be recording that later on this week yep all right y'all we'll talk to y'all then until tomorrow love you i love you too